You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, episode 151. Today, I have wedding photographer Larissa with me, and she has a business called Larissa Stinger Photography. She is an amazing photographer. If you go check out her work on Instagram, it's absolutely incredible. And I am so fortunate that I get to be her coach inside the six-figure business map. So Larissa came and she has been an absolute bundle of energy. And she did a great post in the Facebook group, in the business map Facebook group a little while ago with her joining the business map, how that all came about, and then her putting out her unrealistic goals and then actually hitting those goals and how that felt for her. Now, if you listen to the last episode uh, where I talked with Cheyenne from Bywater Collective, you could probably tell how passionate and excited she was about her business. And I feel like Larissa is exactly the same. So this is one thing to look at as a bit of a pattern when you when you talk to people that are just like yourself, they're building a six-figure business or they have hit that goal and, they, and now they're scaling beyond that. You can start seeing that they've gone from overwhelmed, they've gone from like, I don't understand business to being empowered and actually enjoying and having fun with business, being creative with their marketing, being creative with the way they create their content and the way they actually run their business, which for me obviously is a huge win because the business map, the coaching program is all about empowering each other to actually feel like business is as fun as the craft that we're actually creating itself. So we are makers and shakers. We like to make things with our hands. We like to shoot photos. We like to be, even if it's digital, you know, we like to be digital designers, all the things that we do. But at the end of the day, we need the business so we can best serve our clients and bring our services to those that love what we do. And we like to do it shamelessly because If you know it or not, you are a business owner, you are a boss, and we need to take charge of that. We need to be confident and we need to take our business to another level. So I don't want to talk too much right now, but the business map is actually open for enrollment as we speak, depending on when you're listening to this episode. But if it's not, there's a wait list. We're allowing 300 people to join this time. So if you want to join, there's bonuses, everything else. I'm going to have a big welcome mastermind. Get into the group, get into the Discord, get into the Facebook group, talk to everyone. I'll welcome you in there, introduce yourself, and it's going to be a lot of fun these next 12 months learning business and actually feeling like we can make a big change in what we do and hit some of those crazy unrealistic goals. So if you do want to join me and have me in your corner for the next 12 months, just head over to jialong.co, that's my website, jialong.co. And you'll see all the information there. There's a countdown timer and everything else. So that's it. Let's get in and have a talk to Larissa. I can't wait for you to meet her and I can't wait for you to get a little bit of her energy. Hey, I got Larissa here with us. Larissa's been in the business map and I've been doing some coaching with her. She's been an active part of the community for a little while now and I wanted to get her on the podcast because she hit six figures last year and uh, give you a perspective from someone that's going through the trenches right now, doing the hard work and making things happen. So, hey, Larissa, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, Jai. Thank you for having me. So, I'm Larissa Stenga. Uh, I'm originally from Romania from a small town in Romania and I moved to the States about 
eight years ago um, on a tiny little island on the East Coast called Marta's Vineyard. That became my home, and it's been a crazy ride ever since. I own a business there. I'm a photographer, weddings and portraits photographer, and I've had a lot of, not a lot of businesses, but a lot of jobs before and a business that failed um, in a very epic way. (laughs) Really? Tell me about that. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, I opened a clothing store with my family on the island and in two years, it went down big. I just, it took two years to realize that, what am I doing? This is not for me. It's just one of those things when you realize that if your heart is not into it, in it, you're, it can't work. Yeah. It's game over from the giggle game over. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. So that was actually, I'm happy I failed in that and not in photography because I actually cared about photography more than I ever cared about owning a clothing shop, (laughs) which I wasn't even good at it, but I learned valuable lessons. And then I just had a lot of side jobs, but I always, I always wanted to do photography. I was just never sure what kind of photography or, so I had a lot of jobs. I remember one summer I had four different jobs just to buy a camera and then I bought it and then I didn't have time for like two months to even use it or get it out of the box (laughs) so definitely hustle there so how long ago did you buy your first camera my first professional camera I think it was seven years ago seven years ago yeah and that's when you started photography well in my head I started there and I called myself a photographer (laughs) Because I had awesome. a camera. But then I went full time in the beginning of the pandemic, like any responsible adult. <laughs> <laughs> I think lots of people did actually. Yeah, that's weird, right? Well, it's kind of the perfect time because so many people were like, well, I lost my job or I might lose my job anyway. And other people that have safe jobs lost their jobs. So a lot of people realized that they um they might as well go out and do what they love, you know? Yeah. Thank you, pandemic, for that. The only good thing that came out of it. (laughs) What was the decision for you to start it during a pandemic? Well, I think I went through that stage of just complaining a lot and losing all the gigs that I had booked and kind of being a victim. And I just woke up one day and I was like, what am I doing? Obviously, this is not working. And I've tried this. Let's see what I can do. And there's a lot of time that you have on your hands. So I just started slowly to work on my website and just figure out what I can do to survive the summer. Because on that summer, the season is pretty short. It's just like four or five months. So it was already June and I had no work. (laughs) So I had to come up with something. Yeah. Wow. And you're like, you know what? My photography was my side hustle. I'm going to make that my full hustle. Well, I always wanted that to be my full hustle, but I guess just fear, like we all have, stupid feel of not being good enough or talented enough or who's going to give you money for your services or all that limited. Tell me, like when you, well, when you actually decided to go full time, like what was that like? You know, how did you overcome those fears? Well, I think those huge decisions in life I usually take in a, in a second. And then I just go with it. It's a small decision that I spend maybe months on them. But it was pretty, it was pretty obvious. It's now and never. 
Um, and it was pretty obvious to me that if I don't put my whole energy into it, it's never going to happen. And I just hated not doing it. <laughs> I knew I can do it. So I think what changed was from I can't do it to how I can make it happen. It wasn't, it wasn't about I'm not good enough or this can happen or this is not my story. It was more like, how can I make it happen? Because I know this is what I'm supposed to do and I'm going to be good at it. I think I'm good at it. Yeah, I love that. And so what were some of the challenges when you went full-time that you didn't predict? So I think one of the main challenge was that you're not a photographer anymore and you're not just a creative and an artist that just goes and creates and lives an artist's life. You have to be a business owner, either you like it or not. So you have to think about marketing and branding and employees, aka you, <laughs> and how yeah. to pay yourself and motivate yourself and take care of yourself. And there's so many aspects of the business that we don't think about. So I think that was a huge challenge to, to just have all these hats and to start learning about everything and how to do it all by yourself. It's incredible because when you work with like for somebody, you rely on them to be always self-developing and leveling up and the business is only as good as them. But when you start working for yourself, everything stops at you and you are the person that has to self-develop and like learn those skills and understand leadership and understand customers and human interactions and all these things. So you really do have to go out there and, and upskill. Yeah, and it's 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 all on you and it becomes a 24-7 job. I know we dream about being a photographer because we will have a flexible life and yeah. <laughs> all these <laughs> dreams that we have, but it's not. It's nonstop. Your brain is nonstop. Even if you wake up in the middle of the night, you're just thinking about your business. <laughs> they say like all those memes that go around, it's like quick the nine to five so you can start the 24-7. It's just so true. <laughs> it is. It's so, so true. true. Hey, so can you tell me, um, I remember when, uh, well, just not too long ago, you wrote a post in the business map on how you actually joined us. And it was a really interesting story. And I want to hear the story from you because I haven't actually talked to you about it yet. Yeah. So I've been looking a lot around, just, I consume education all the time, always constantly trying to improve myself, but I was more focused on the photography part, not on the business necessarily. So I think I came across your podcast, this podcast, <laughs> and I've been looking at the six-figure business map for a while. And I remember it was January and I think the enrollment was in a week or two. And I was in Portland skiing. And I remember I just lost the gang behind and I was alone. Uh, on top of a mountain and it was sunny and it was so beautiful. And I got up there and I just looked around of how beautiful it is. And I was thinking, wow, it's, it's, I feel so content and so happy. And how can I have this more often in my life? I don't know. And then just out of nowhere, I took my phone out of my pocket and took my gloves off and just went straight on your website and sign up for the coaching program and that was it and I was just so sure of that decision that I never had like buyer's remorse <laughs> and I put it on the credit card so I didn't have like, a lot of money floating around it was definitely not a 
rational decision, but it was. But it worked, didn't it? Yeah. It's pretty incredible. It worked. Yeah. Yeah. Once you once you make the decision, like that's the hardest part. But once you make the decision, it mm. took me around a month and a half maybe to get the investment back and more and be blown away and start changing my mindset and the rest yeah, of yeah. the roller coaster that was next. <laughs> Hey, if if you hear um, some snoring next to me, it's because my dog's sleeping at my feet. So if anyone hears that noise, that's what it is. (laughs) I can't hear it, but now I can hear it. Hey, so that's such a it's a cool story, and uh, I've seen this. Like lately, I've been interviewing quite a few people that have just hit the six figures, and I and I want to get an insight for all the people that are out there that believe it's impossible, or or they're not sure how to make it work and one thing that i keep seeing over and over is like the people that are willing to take a risk and they each person said i didn't have enough money and i did and i just didn't know like i wasn't in the, the position to make it work and for some reason i felt like i could and i did it and then it paid off and you know and so i hit those big goals but do you think like taking a risk in business in general or like in life in general is is something that's sort of leapfrog you forward a lot towards your goals Always, absolutely always. Just without risk, you just, you don't know what's on the other side. And obviously you've tried this route and you're here and you know how it is. So why not try something different? And maybe you have a surprise with enough work and dedication. I mean, what's the worst thing can happen? Be broke and miserable, but <laughs> well, a lot of times you're already happen. broke, aren't you? So it's like, well, I'm, I'm yeah. already broke, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no totally. I love that. yeah. Just be curious what's on the other side and just believe that you can do it. It's so important, mm. just, just believe that you have everything you need. Like, why is the other person more special than you are, or more, or smarter, or more talented? It's not even about the talent anymore because we no. all. With enough work, we all have talent. <laughs> I mean, talent is something that you're apparently born with, but with <laughs> enough work these days, you can do well, amazing yeah, I, work. Yeah, I don't think anyone's really born with a talent. Like everyone's always playing on their strengths and then they're practicing, practicing, practicing. But like a lot of stuff that you're saying there, it just makes so much sense. You know, we can... Um, we can sometimes hold ourselves back, but it's like, what what narrative or what story are we telling ourselves? Like that we're not good enough that we can't actually do the work or like those person that that person got the results Larissa got the results but I couldn't and so we look out into the world and we create our own narrative and then we set our goals to match those so it's like well you could do that my goal is you know half of what your goal is or whatever it is and then that's the thing that comes to life for you because that's where you've created your reality yeah and just look what's out there because there's definitely a fear and we all have those fears. We're, we're humans. So I think if you really look into it and see where it comes from, it, you realize that it's not real and it's just something that holds you back. And once you address that, I mean, it can take months. It's not going to happen overnight. Oh, I'm in fear of, I don't know, rejection or whatever it is. It's not going to happen overnight, obviously. But if you slowly just switch that little thing and say, well, Maybe I can do it and people will reject me, but some people will love me and that's who I want, those people that love me. Do you think your having curiosity has really helped you go forward towards your careers? 
A hundred percent. It goes hand in hand with risk, right? Yeah. So like you were yeah. saying before, because I just noticed that you're like, but what's on the other side of the risk? What's on the other side of the wall that's stopping me? And so when I look at it, I'm like, mm, she's really curious. And then that curiosity yeah. is like, she's she's actually gone around and had a look what's on the other side of that block. Yeah. I love that idea of you can write your own story. I think you even have it in the... Um, in the business map, yeah. In the business map, yeah. In the agenda. You write your own story. so. You can stay and be a victim and complain about how things are not happening for you and how you're not lucky enough or not talented enough or whatever it is. But it, at the end of the day, it's up to you how much work you put into exactly what you get back. So that's yeah, the secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. With the last, you've been full-time for the last two years. And I, and I just want to know with like education and stuff, you said you're going into a lot of education with photography, but then you realize that there's a few things in business and maybe you want to step into being a business owner and you realize that like maybe you needed something there to help you fill the gaps. So was that like a very intentional thing? Like you're intentionally looking around like where can you get help so you can scale up like and how can you self-develop? Well, I, I was always passionate about marketing and this whole world. I didn't know I'm good at it or I can do it by myself. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that I'm good at it, but obviously I hit six figures, so something is there. I think it happened. So I was consuming a lot of photography education, a lot of like this preset and this, that, and this is how you pose people. And that's all great, but it can harm you if you do too much. So I think I was after a beautiful workshop in Spain called Wolves, where I met such amazing photographers that just have like the genius in, in them. But after a couple of months, I was thinking that, okay, you're either a genius like them or, <laughs> <laughs> or the rest of us have to also do some marketing and I don't know why, but I've been talking with a lot of photographers and they don't love the idea that they have to do marketing and they have to learn business and all that. I don't know why it has a negative thing attached to it for them, but that's what changes everything and what changes the game because you want to have those amazing clients, but how are they going to find you? Yeah. Well, you're kind of doing an injustice, aren't you? Because you want to have amazing clients, but your amazing clients want to find you. And if you're not willing to put in the work for them, you can't expect them to put in the work to try and find you. Yeah, exactly. So with the business map, I think I was just, I love the idea of the community. I think it's such an important key that it should be top, top two, top three, the community. It should be top one because just seeing being in a in a group of people that are like-minded and they inspire you and they go through the same the same kind of challenges and they succeed is pretty cool to witness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's um I've talked about this quite a lot, but when you have a collective mind and everyone comes together and no one's trying to hold back or no one's trying to put each other down, harbors a space where people can actually grow and um hit that another level. And like you were saying before, there's so many people that don't, they don't care about those things or they don't want to self-develop. They don't want to grow to another level. And so 
with a community like this, you're kind of going into it and you're with people that are just like you thinking the same. They want the same things, same ambitions, and they're dedicated, like they're committed. And they celebrate your wins with you, which is huge. Yeah. And I think those things are really important, especially even like celebrating wins with you because it's, um, helps you boost your confidence when you're literally working by yourself. It's your own business. You got no like sounding board to talk to or someone else that gets it because it's not only just celebrating a win, right? It's like when you said like, Hey, I was on top of a mountain. I signed up to this thing and I've hit six figures this year. It's not like telling a friend or a family where it's like, Oh, well done. It's like telling other people that are doing it going like, Oh shit. Like I know yeah, how hard you work for that. Yeah. Like I know what you had to come through. I know the marketing you did. I know the mindset that you had to go through and I'm going through it right now. So it lands on everyone completely different. Yeah. They get it way better. And yeah, your friends don't know exactly what you're going through. So most of my friends are nine to five jobs, nine to five. They're pretty successful and awesome, but even at the end of the year, at the end of the summer, they go on like Christmas staff party and stuff like that. End of the season staff party. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll take myself out for yeah. a drink. Yay. <laughs> so true. Hey, um, I want to just sort of um, go towards right now, talking to our listeners that are wanting to take their their side hustle or their, uh, if they're a creative entrepreneur, like whatever the craft is to a full-time thing. And I want to ask you a few questions around like you going after that goal, like setting that goal and being intentional on it. And what was the mindset around whether you think it was possible or how you were thinking when you were actually setting that goal and going after it? Well, (laughs) it seemed really unrealistic in the beginning because Guys, six figures in Romania is like a lot. (laughs) I never even seen that much money in my life. So setting that goal was definitely, it sounded crazy. And I remember I wrote it down on a check and put it in my wallet. And every time I would be at the supermarket, I would see that check and I would kind of like get a little embarrassed. (laughs) This is my empty check that I don't know ever going to catch it. (laughs) That's so cool. But after I did that, I think, I don't know, I dived in the, in the business map. I didn't even go through all of it. And the, I don't know, the two or three modules that I like fully dived in, they changed the game right away. So from there on, it was just a lot of hustle, 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 Mm. hustle. How can I do this? And I remember the coaching calls. Yeah. I remember the coaching calls when you would get super fired up about some idea about someone's (laughs) business. And I would have those moments in my day life where I would get just so fired up about an idea and I would spend like all night just obsessing over it. And I was like, Okay, I'm, you can feel you're getting somewhere, just like mm. small steps. You can smell it. It's pretty awesome. And then it's been a nonstop work. It's not going to happen overnight. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And then it's one thing to hit six figures and it's another thing to figure out how yeah. to manage when you do yeah, it yeah. and still have a life. <laughs> It's so cool. Like, I feel like right now, like the feeling that I'm getting from you is like, it's exhilarating. 
you know, like going and going like, oh my God, I just, I worked out the next piece of the puzzle and you're like going and you're obsessing over it and you're putting it together and it's like getting you forward. You ha- you're very high on life. It's like a drug. You're super high on life and you want to do more and more and more. And then if you have little tiny successes, that's like feeding you for the yeah, next month to come. <laughs> it's giving you that momentum and that confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really addicting too. <laughs> it really, feeling. really is, and like, um, it's one of the reasons why I tell people that like keep sh- sharing those wins, especially if you're in a bit of a slump, because um, you want to reward yourself for the work that you're doing. You don't want to put yourself down. You don't want to feel guilty or or have something else attached to the hard work that you're doing. But if you start rewarding yourself, the first thing that your brain does is like, oh, we want that reward again. Like, how do we make that happen? And so it's looking for it. And so what happens is your mindset starts changing from looking from what doesn't work and what the problem is. And it starts searching for that endorphin hit of like, yeah, but what can work in this situation? Yeah. And did you do everything that you can do? Yeah. That's a, <laughs> a huge part of it. Well, I'd also like to talk about that because one of the things that you said is you watched some of the business map, but you got out there and you started implementing stuff. And so the implementation is the most important thing because we can read all the books in the world and we can listen to all the podcasts, but until we actually go out there and implement the things and make a change in our business, that's when you're going to see the huge growth. So I think too many people think we need to sign up to more courses or like maybe I need to spend all my time watching it, but the value is not in watching the course. The value is in the motivation to get you to make the changes that's going to get you closer to that goal. Yeah. So. The first few things I did, I was talking about community. So it was definitely just being more active in the community. You're not alone in this business. This is a people business. It's, yeah, you're alone on the job if you don't have a second shooter, let's say, but you're never alone. You have other vendors that work just as hard as you and an event is not going to happen without them. And just like switching from competition to community was Mm. huge being involved, bringing value, not only to your clients, but to them as well. And just kind of become friends. Like they're, they're your people, either you like it or not. Um, and there's some amazing people out there. So we just organized a lot of style shoots and fun things and did a ton of things just for free, just to support them, photography, if they need it for their website or whatever they needed. And even just like checking in whenever it was, extremely hard i remember sending some emails guys this was a really nice event i see you it was great thank you i love that so much yeah you're with them and then um the second thing was just immediately trying to figure out how i can bring value to my clients because bumping the prices is is a mental challenge (laughs) you're like okay, now I have to deliver pictures that are worth this much, but it's not about that. It's the whole experience that's worth that much. So it needs to be a little switch because in the beginning I was like, okay, let's say this package is, I don't know, $5,000. Now I have to deliver this. Like I'm not good enough or I'm not talented enough, but it's not about that. It's about the whole thing from the moment they see your name till you deliver and see them a year later on the streets. It's so cool. Well, two things right there. For the first one, it was real interesting because seeing your face light up 
and you're talking about friends. And I would actually argue, argue that you're talking about fun. And so when we're talking, you said like the first practical things that I did was have fun and make friends. And so what's really interesting about that without you even realizing is so many of us, we hate business, right? And when I ask people like yourself that are successful, like what was the thing that made you successful? And then your answer is like, well, I made friends and I had fun. It's, <laughs> it's well, that, and to me, that is what business is about. But most people get it wrong and they think, no, but business should be about spreadsheets, right? And it's completely <laughs> yeah. different. <laughs> so it's so cool to see that, um, yeah, every every person that I talk to that has hit six figures, they they repeat the same mantra and they say, man, like I just got in the flow. I started having more fun. I started enjoying myself, you know, not holding myself back. Yeah. And with that, I attracted more people into my um, sphere. I started meeting more people, getting on more podcasts, uh, meeting more vendors. With that, I started meeting more clients. And then with that, I started making more money. And then it sort of goes on and on and on. Would you agree? A hundred percent. Yeah. And People say don't do business with friends. No, it's like do it. <laughs> only do business with friends. <laughs> yeah, you want to have fun. Like, what is life? Like, what is life about? It's having a good time while he while being on earth, right? So yeah. why not have a good time with people that you absolutely adore and they inspire you? And yeah, make them your friends. It's gonna be way easier. Now, like, I think that's some wrong advice people have told us because I even remember that saying like, oh, you don't do business with friends or don't hire friends or don't hang out with friends with work. And I'm like, is business really supposed to be me? Just no friends, like everything's serious. Like no wonder people hate it if that's what you imagine it to be. And you most likely have no time for your real friends. So you might as well hang out with friends at work. (laughs) I love that. And so what was your second one again? What was my second one? Uh, bringing value. To, bringing value. That's right. And you're talking about like client. you, um, you increase your prices and stuff. And obviously, at the start, when you increase your prices, you have a lot of like self doubt, knowing if you're as good as what you're charging and all this kind of stuff. And so that obviously was a big mindset thing you had to overcome as well. And then obviously from looking at your face, it turned into something fun because you were like, oh, like, you know, I had to bring more value, but then bringing value, that's a fun thing to do because you got to better serve your clients. You know, you got to have a better experience and do all these things, which means you're probably attracting better clients as well. Yeah. And it's way more fun talking about fun. (laughs) It's way more fun figuring out after you increased your prices, so you passed that fear, you increased your prices. Okay, what's next? Now, how can I elevate this experience for my clients? And first thing was to just treat them like my friends, <laughs> treat them like they were my friends. So yeah, just feel like one of your friends is getting married and you're there to help them and guide them throughout this process and just figure out how to be the best thing that ever happened to them in the wedding planning. <laughs> I love that so much. Do you have one more practical thing? Because I was actually going to ask you going from mindset into um, practical and you've already given me lots of practical stuff to work on. But if I'm building a six-figure business right now, have you got any other advice that I can implement practically that's really helped you drive forward? Yeah, maybe don't focus just on one marketing strategy. So don't just put all your energy in posting on Instagram or Facebook ads or whatever it is, just 
do everything, try them all out. And just rem- remind yourself that things constantly change every six months or every, I don't know, so fast. It's so scary. So you have to always adjust your marketing strategy so you can rely and put all your eggs in one basket. You have to just keep exploring and try new things and stop looking at other people and what they do because it's their own story and their own ride and it's not going to match with yours and that's a trap. So just like really stay true to yourself and be curious and don't play it safe and enjoy the ride. <laughs> so hey, you just sort of summoned everything back up. Your, your curiosity, get back to fun. But honestly, it actually is though. Like with marketing, like what you're saying, okay, here's the unfun version. You're comparing yourself to someone else. You're trying to work out what they've done to get all those likes and all those follows, or you know, you're trying to all those views or whatever it is. And now you're feeling terrible because you haven't been posting. It's no longer fun, and so now you hate marketing, and now you hate business, and it's getting further and further away, and you're getting more confused in what to do. So that's like the first scenario that a lot of us find ourselves in. And what you're saying is, hey, the more that you get curious and then experiment with different things, the more fun is going to come from that. You're probably going to meet more people. And if you're in the flow and you're having more fun, guess what? You're probably going to get bigger results. Yeah. And if you feel like you don't have your ideal clients yet, then just make style shoots, have fun with vendors, create whatever you want to create, and then you'll attract those people. Like Just start playing around and not get paid for it. Here's a quick question for you. Like, um, I think a lot of people imagine if you if you're making six figures from a business, means you have to work harder than someone that's making ten thousand dollars from a business. Or if you make a million dollars from a business, means we perceive sometimes that means you have to work harder than someone's making a hundred thousand. So right now, like, if you're making six figures, do you feel like you have to work harder than when you were making like fifty thousand dollars a year? I felt that in the summer when I hit it, uh, when I hit six figures, but then. It was a period of time where I had to, well, I was on a wave, so I couldn't get (laughs) away from it. I had to just keep on going. But after things slowed down, you kind of have to regroup and recalculate everything you do because you can grow from there if you do things in the same way. So Mm. you have to work smarter with an accent. Smarter. (laughs) Yeah, because you'll get burned out really quick. Yeah, and that's not fun. And you can hit six figures by just killing yourself and say yes to everything that comes your way and everything that doesn't even make sense for your business. That's definitely not the way. And I've been there, done that, failed, hit rock bottom. So just prepare yourself for the next day. Now I think it's a different game. Uh, You set higher goals, and it's more about how you prepare for them than how to make them happen. It's like, now you talk about outsourcing and now you talk about letting go and just being all around smarter and getting more free time. (laughs) Yeah, well, like every stage of business is completely different for everyone. And like hitting that first six figures is completely different from going from 100K to 250 because... It's no longer trying to hustle and work out how to get your clients. It's like, how can I optimize and like have a really good life as well? Yeah. I remember when you were talking about your taxes in one of our calls and you were like, yeah, these are my taxes and they're huge, but this is a new 
good problem to have. So I think that stayed with me. And I was just always thinking, okay, what's my next thing? And that would be a good problem to have that I don't have free time or I have to figure out how to invest or whatever it is. It's like, game on. It's so true. Like you want the big, crazy problems. You don't want that crappy one that you had last year where you're like, oh, I don't know, have any client. Like I don't have one client or something. It's like, man, you know, you want those other ones where it's like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Now, game on, sleepless night. This is <laughs> a new thing to figure out. Hey, uh, one thing that you said twice during our conversation was uh, don't do the same thing over and over if it's not working. And it's really interesting because I know a lot of people will go into this year with different goals, but they're doing the same things they did last year that didn't you know, help them reach their goals, which is the same as the year before. And I see this all the time, especially when people join the business map and they'll say like, hey, I've been doing this for five years and I haven't reached the goals that I want, but I haven't changed anything up. So do you think like, and I obviously know you do, but do you think that not changing up, not changing up things means it's going to be a lot harder to not get those results. And also when would you know it's time to change what you're doing? It's always time to change what you're doing. (laughs) Even when it's working great, just because we're in such a fast forward market and industry that you you have to be one step ahead of the game kind of or think in advance you you can't do what you were doing a year ago not even six months ago you have to always think about okay how are things gonna shift this year obviously like pandemic is a huge thing we're probably gonna go out of it at some point it will be a different game i mean or not but it will still be a different game we're not doing what we were doing last year for example right no, we're not. And it's like, here's a really good example just of how things change so much. Like one year ago, right now, I um, put a module inside the business map about Instagram and I have to update it right now. So this is only one year ago, but there wasn't reels. There was IGTV. Um, there barely was, I think there was barely carousels. Like uh, so many features are completely changed. The interface has changed and stuff. So if you looked at that, you're like, is that five years old? Like that video? And I said, like, no, it's only 12 months old. But if you were sticking to one plan and you didn't pivot and change and adapt and learn something new over the last 12 months, then you would have been severely left behind because things change so quickly that we have to change the way that we create our content because the way that people are consuming content is different. And that's just one simple, uh, and not analogy, but an example of how things can change drastically in a shorter period of time. Yeah. True. And our clients' lives change too. And Mm. what they do every day and what they're looking for and their budgets and just needs everything. So if if everything about their life changed, obviously our services need to change, (laughs) right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Would you like to give us some last piece of parting advice for anyone right now that is like, man, I want to do what Larissa's doing. I want to summon up the courage so I can go out there and enjoy my business, fall back in love with my business and take it full time and hit those big milestones that I want to hit? Well, if the team was have fun, just have fun, enjoy the ride, do whatever scares you the most 
look at whatever scares you the most. That means there's something there and it's going to be, the reward is going to be amazing if you do it. And it's better on the other side of fear, to be honest. Get a lot of good coffee, surround yourself with people that believe in you and celebrate your wins and invest in yourself and in your business so you can better serve your clients always. Never think you're good enough and you arrived. You never arrive. <laughs> we definitely don't arrive. <laughs> Where can we find you on Instagram so we can send you some lovely messages? It's Larissa Stinger Photography, S-T-I-N-G-A and Larissa with one S. And yes, please send me all the questions and everything you want to ask me. I'm there. Perfect. Trying Thank to, you. <laughs> trying to not be there all the time, but I'm there. Yes. I will leave your Instagram handle in the show notes below as well. So you can just go down there and find it and say hi. Again, I just want to say a huge thank you for jumping on, taking the time and sharing those stories with me. I know this is going to help so many people. It's going to help you two years ago, basically. It was going to help you 12 months ago. So if that's what we're trying to do, I think we definitely hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited maybe to speak in one year and see what changed. Oh yeah, that's such a good idea. That would be so cool. We have to get you back in a year's time. January 2023. January, yeah, 18. January 18. Love that. All right, I'll see you soon. Perfect. See you soon.